0: Welcome to Coached Soul, a podcast for a better you. Your host, Steve Hudgens is a licensed professional counselor, and your co-host, Julia Canton, is a therapeutic coach. Together, they discuss various topics, providing a different perspective on life and insight that you are not alone. On a non-emergency basis, you may contact them at area code 918 280-8690 280-8690 or CoachSoul.com to provide them with new topics, feedback, or to request an appearance on the show. And now, here's your host, Steve Hudgens.
1: Welcome back to the show. As always, uh, we are glad that you are joining us today. Julia, as spunky as ever, you know, <laughs> I just don't know how to take you sometimes, whether you're, you, you know, laughing, smiling bald with hair I I just don't know what each day is going to bring
0: we don't know I don't even know Steve so it's okay <laughs> it's perfectly okay
1: it is okay and it, it, it's about being okay and that's what our show is about it's learning how to be a better sense of you and I like and enjoy our conversations of what we bring to the table
0: Oh, my gosh. They are so good. And I love the fact that we are so diverse in some of our conversations. And we like pressing buttons and taking a little bit of risk. So it's all good.
1: True. uh, You know, I'm just waiting for the police to come and knock on my door and take me away because I said something wrong, you know. Uh, here's <laughs> is, the that,
0: thing. I, wait, is that part of that gender role thing that we were discussing before? I don't know. Like, I man's in the wrong going to get arrested i mean i i don't know
1: but i i'm going to be like the original man say well i didn't do it she did so go after (laughs) her so that's typical you know it goes back to adam and eve in the garden hey if he can blame her hey (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay see we're gonna just jump right into it well we go.
1: are we are <laughs> you know we've been doing a series on learning about roles and relationships and i think it's important for us to be mindful not you're mindful of crap but being mindful of how we approach different topics. You know, we, we, we talked about uh, in the first one about relationships, about how to go about it and being open-minded to looking at different things. But I, I look at where we've been and we have, uh, in the second podcast, we talked about gender and uh, talked about how far we've gotten away from uh, a man being a man And uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up too is in this session, it is the fact that what are we doing with our genders? And a lot of times uh, when I was in the process of going through a divorce, I reminded my ex, please, it's not about you and I. It's not about our differences. It's about how healthy our children can be. Let's both be able to have access to our kids. Mm -hmm. And she didn't. So Mike Huckabee in Arkansas put it in law and it's starting to come out more and more, but I find it interesting that a therapist and attorneys don't know this term parental alienation syndrome. Yes. I wish the DSM-5 would have that in the context of that book because it is such a thing. Canada has it in their court systems where it's where one parent sabotages the relationship with the other parent. It got so bad that I talked to Governor Keating when he was in office about getting mandatory joint custody. Dr. Plumbo in Oklahoma City, uh, other legislators that at the time trying to get the laws changed to where it was mandatory joint custody. And here in Oklahoma, that got changed. And I took her back to court, and because of the dynamics of everything that came out, um, I was able, I was granted joint custody with me being primary custodian. Can men be nurturers to the children? The answer is yes they can be. And, uh, you know, when I think about the challenges of, of men, uh, it is challenging because we get into this classification of a gender role that a man's built tough, like Ford tough, right? He can, he can take it like it is, but we paint this picture that he's also this knight in shining armor. He's supposed to come and rescue a woman. Does a woman need rescuing? No, not all the time. Does a man need rescuing? No, not all the time. But where's the dynamics that you and I to to come together and have a win-win conversation? It's not about you being wrong or right. It's not about me being right or wrong. You like how I twisted that? <laughs> what do you have to say about that, Julia? Chime in.
0: Well, here's the thing is that first I want to go back to the P.A.S. Um, the, The reason I will say that on legal terms, that more attorneys and court systems are becoming aware that parental alienation exists and that there are psychiatric consequences to the children when a parent is alienated. And we, we do know that research supports that the male female role is, roles are vital in the rearing and the growth development of children, period, the end, there is no question in that now society would like to tell us something different, but research is, of course, supporting what's there that children need both male and female roles, they need a mom and they need a dad. Okay. When a parent alienates the other parent, it's not just a matter of saying, Ooh, that parent um, made me upset. Therefore they're a bad parent. The child actually takes on that identity and says, Hey, wait a minute. I'm half mom. I'm half dad. And if mom hates dad. Then she must also inherently hate me. And, and so if this is where the alienation aspect of parent, uh, parenting. Parenting becomes an issue. It is so toxic that now you can actually lose parental rights, okay, or have supervised visits if the court system finds out that you are trying to alienate, alienate that other parent. Now, if that other parent's being abusive, that is a different story and that we're not talking about that set of circumstances right now. We're talking about uncalled for alienation of that other parent okay so that's the first part the second part can males be nurturers yes they can but i would like to shift how you use the word nurturing okay i'm not talking well when i hear you say nurturers does this mean that a a dad can be the full-time parent Okay, and play the exact same roles that the mother would have played. I'm going to stand on that and say absolutely not. No more than a mother can play 100% the role of a father. OK, however, can they trade off and balance some of those experiences or requirements in order to nurture their or care for their children or to protect and provide for their children? I would say yes, that those some of those role um, um, expectations or um Uh, Role models can be kind of interchangeable, but at the end of the day, in most cases, a female is going to make a better role female role model for the child and the dad is going to make a better role model from a male perspective. I hope I just said that correctly. And then the other one is, of course, the gender roles is that supporting each other as healthy in a healthy relationship, he- healthy marriage, healthy, healthy parenting is going to require us to find strengths and honoring in our roles as both males and females for what you guys as you as a man are going to do and me as a woman, what I'm going to do. Um, and so, yes, there's all that, like, just goodness.
1: So here's a question Mm is like, does the chicken become before the egg type aspect? And so when you think about roles here, um, my, my, my question would be to the fact that where does roles come into play? And that's like the chicken before the egg aspect, because when you think about it, women give birth. Who raises that child majority of the time the woman does, right? And so here comes the, the perplexing question of the formulation of the influence of that child. The fact that a woman raises the boy, how does the boy learn how to be a man without a man? And when you think the dynamics of that, it it makes me wonder when it comes down to children, like you said, there's half a mom and half a dad in me, and mom hates dad or, or whatever, you know, that child does become confused and hurt because of the hurt that they're seeing and witnessing and being done to them. So when it comes down to gender, and we're dealing with men and women. How can we teach, you and I are professionals, how can we start working with couples to understand the dynamics that both genders need to have the nurturing aspect of being able to create safe places for one another to bring out some healthiness so that the childhood can understand there's a safety within the family structure.
0: Okay. That question, Steve was extremely long. Um, it's okay. It's okay. In fact, I'm a little bit confused. So let's do this. Can you back up and ask one part of that question first? Because there seems like there was about four questions in that one question.
1: Yeah, it's just the way I process and I get okay. in my mind and I know I'm, I'm just processing out loud. So where I'm going with this is what I'm hearing you say that a woman, you know, how she raises her child. When it comes down to masculinity, if we're going to use this as a gender role and we're, we'll, we'll work with men, where do you think that begins for if, if, if women are raising the, the boys at home? and dad is off to work, where does the gender role really start to come into play for a child?
0: Well, I think that, okay, I think first of all, that, that I would like to present the idea or what I consider to be a truth. The mother may be the, the one that is at home and spending the most time with the young boy. Okay. Right. But where that young boy learns to be a man is how he sees the dad and husband acting towards the mother. How is that dad and that husband um, nurturing, if you want to use that word, because you used it several times? How is he caring for her? How is he providing for her? How is he um, presenting safety and provision? for that woman, which is also the mom. And that's where he first learns, in my opinion, how to be a man. Okay. And, and so in the beginning, if he, if the dad is working outside of the home and the mother is inside the home, um, that is the first examples that he, that little child is, that male is going to see. Okay. However, As that young boy is growing up, there are things that inherently a man will do that a mother won't do. Dads are Famously known for tossing a baby up in the air and playing catch. They are going to inherently wrestle. They're going to fart. They are going to use language that is stronger. Their tone of voice is going to be more masculine even. And they're, they're going to be challenging and pushing that boy to do harder things. And And it's not to say that there aren't some tough moms out there that will, I mean, you can ask my kids. I had them eat bugs. I was the one that said, you see the spider there and the snake there, you're you're going to go pick it up. By the way, this, I'm going to teach you how to identify it so that you know if it's toxic or poisonous or not. Uh, Lee wouldn't have done those things, but he was also, you know, the dad that would take him and work with the wood, you know, and learn how to repair and do carpentry work, how to fix things. He was the one that would, um, he would push them to do crazy crap, you know, just, I mean, jump off the six foot wall or eight foot wall and, you know, or the climb the trees like crazy. So that in my experience and in life is where the male aspect is taught to the young boy, and is so vital to manhood. And then later on, there are gonna be conversations that that man, that dad is going to have with that young boy that is going to also, and this is gonna be tough conversations, let me tell you, okay, that I just don't think that if those same conversations are held with a mom are going to hold the same kind of weight. Not that a single mom can't try, But it would be like, honestly, it would be like a single dad trying to have a conversation with his young, his teenage girl about ministration. Okay. It's going to come across differently coming from the dad than it would be from a mom that says, Hey, I've been there. I know what that experience is like. Let's go get the items that you need. This is the process you're going to go through. This is why your body's experiencing it. I can't, I can't have, I mean, I, I have had the conversations when my son was younger about ejaculation and stuff like that, but let me just tell you, it was too <laughs> uncomfortable with me and um, for me, but dad could have that conversation and he's going to know what it's like and what's going on in the body. And so I, you need men to teach boys how to become men. You
1: but you're, you're you're right. You went exactly where I wanted you to go just remind me not to come over and cook uh, eat You're eating because I don't want bugs in my food. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, if, if, you cook, just don't tell me about it. I'm going to <laughs> roast
0: some cockroaches. Just, just know it. And we might have rattlesnake for dinner. I'm just saying. I've
1: had rattlesnake and it's good taste like chicken. <laughs> so, you know, uh, here, here's where I'm going with this is that we try to classify and put men and women in zones. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't help. It takes both. I'm glad that you brought out both in this dynamics because you're right. Children learn from their parents. And when men are disrespecting their women in front of their children, their children are going to do what? Disrespect the mother. The man is a leader in the home in the aspect of how to train a child and the manly things of being able to, you know set things not to say the woman can't correct too she does have that capability i'm just saying it takes both people to raise a child to be healthy and when i think about the gender roles it's not about um it's not about what you do or i do it's how do we come together as a team mm-hmm. You know, the, the you know, you, you think about women, uh, construction workers. Great. If you want to go lift that heavy piece of wood, go for it. But over time, my question to you is compared to a man's body, to a woman's body, which breaks down quicker on hard labor.
0: Well, the male body is automatically designed to to handle uh, more of the hard labor than a female. That's just science. It's not it's not it's no disrespect because you're a female that you can't be strong. It's just that the male body is designed to handle that type of work, period. Let me. I just want to talk about this for just a second, because. And again, this is my perspective. I went into law enforcement for 13 years. Mm -hmm. I'll be the first, I was in a male dominated world and I had my reasons for going into that field. The thing was, is that after one we need more females in law enforcement because there are some especially in domestic uh, violence cases and child abuse cases there is a softness that typically comes with a female approaching approaching that type of abuse that a male officer oftentimes is just missing they're getting they're in there they're ready to fix the problem somebody's going to jail okay we're not going to do a lot of discussion and sometimes you got to do that but there are other times when there a little bit of softness is needed. But I will tell you that as a female, I lost, there was a period there, Steve, where I lost so much of my femininity that I began taking on the aspects of being a male because I was in an all-male, I was the only female, okay? And, and it was one of those times that I honestly can say that I kind of lost myself and, um, and I needed to bring back those feminine aspects. And so I, I just use a little bit of caution. It's not that women can't do some of the things that men do. But remember who you are, and remember that the, the aspects of femininity that make you unique and strong in that stance. Uh, we don't have to give up one for the other, but we also have to remember that we, were, we weren't designed to be everything. There's roles for a reason, there's genders for a reason. So that's all I wanna say on that one
1: no i mean you're absolutely right and even as in 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 relationships we can also lose identity if we're not careful and you know we have to be able to look at you know what where do we feel uh where do we feel comfortable right and and that's the thing. It's where do we feel comfortable? Is it easy to lose ourselves? It's easy to lose ourselves in any given situation. Uh, in talking with some of my clients, I, I asked about masculinity. What is it about masculinity? And the majority of the people that I talk to, if you watch Yellowstone, Rip is your masculine person on that TV show. And they like it because how he is able to manage his stuff. And so when you think about gender roles, it begins with the nucleus of the family and how that child is being raised. And that's where we formulate. That's where we begin nurturing the aspect of gender roles. If you get a little bit too much one way, it can be harmful. Same thing if you go to the other stream. It can become harmful. And so it. I believe it takes two, male, female, to be able to come together and create an environment so that child can be healthily nurtured. The men need to learn to stop being so reactive. It's hurting your relationships. I've seen it. And so in therapy, I work with men and not being so reactive and we get into hurts. It goes back into my doctoral dissertation of the the fact of a lot of people say, what's a failure of a relationship is communication. I disagree. It's fear because we get into this fear of I'm in your lane or you're in my lane and we're not in anybody's lane. We're all over the place. And so I think if we begin to learn how do we stay in our lane but grow from one another, what's the fear? So what if you're a law enforcement? Okay, I'm in a female-dominant profession because a lot of females are in therapy more than they are males. So are you and I? Uh, have you switched to a male and I'm switched to a female? No, it's just a part of who we are, but we maintain our identity, but look what we bring to the table too.
0: Yeah. It's a different perspective is, is that is all it is, is that, um, each, I think that when I, I think about some of these roles um, and these fields that where it's a more female or masculine or femininely dominated, that it helps to have that um, opposite gender come in and offer new perspective. Um, it is that doesn't mean that you're more feminine. Or as a police officer, that I was more male. Right. But I do say I do have. I, well, I'm a proponent and a belief that if you are going to be in one gender dominated field from the other, you really need to know who you are, so that you don't lose your identity that you came in with. Know why you're there and why and what you have to offer in that field, and stay strong. In your inherently okay gender role, I you, to me if you were and this is probably going to get us some hate mail, I can go ahead and tell you if you were a more feminine male, okay, as a therapist, I probably would not recommend you. I'm going to be honest. I I it's uh, because you, in my opinion, we've got enough softness out here if I'm going to go see a male therapist, I want one that's going to have enough balls to go. You know what, Julia, you're fucking up. Okay. That's not that. God doesn't want you going there. And y'all know. know, Okay. Seriously. And um, I forgot to
1: push the beep button. So forgive us on the air on that word, but you know, (laughs) you're you're absolutely right. And where I'm going with this, Julie, because we we only have about, uh, about a minute or so left. The, the, The thing about it, we're, it, it, it is. We have to be able to stop fear mongering and be able to stay in the lane, as you were saying in. And that's one thing that I've learned about a lot of my clients. I'm not for everybody mm-hmm. because I'm going to tell you, Hey, we need to get you in your lane. I'm going to call you out. I'm going to be upfront. I am a realist with you. And uh, I, I have had a lot of compliments, successful marriages come out of there. I've got a couple who was uh, on the brink of divorce that was able to, to come through and they're thriving. Now, I'm going to have to say that's going to work for all marriages because it's going to be dependent on the individual. Notice I didn't say male or female. It depends on the individual and how open-minded they can be in approaching couples therapy and how much are they're going to be able to be willing to look into the mirror and look at what has caused the fear that got into the relationship. So part of gender roles, I believe, is if we can start removing the fear it's not about, oh my gosh, women are going to be domesticated or men are going to be this way. It's it, it stop fearing. What do you have the gift of doing? You have the gift of bringing something into a profession that can be so hardcore, there's no mercy and grace when it comes down to the law. Mm-hmm. For me, I, I, I provide an edge of accountability being realistic and and being able to have an approach and yes therapy is tough it's not for the faint-hearted. and people think well how does that make you feel i hate that question i want to slap the therapist that sits across me and say how do you think he makes me feel okay so i try to avoid that because i know how it feels how do you feel so there? right So with that being said, I hope you feel great out there. And thank you for joining us today as we continue another episode in the upcoming weeks about relationships and how to have a healthy relationship and how to be a better you. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind.